This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com, including the plethora of podcasts I'm about to publish. Uh, this episode of Story Over Everything is episode 15. It's going to be published April 21st, 2023. And in it, I am asking, how do you plan to publish, or rather, market your books? And I'm going to let you know right away, I plan to market my books via podcasting and by reviewing and buying and by staying in touch with certain uh, pop culture media that is current and relevant and some some of it will be current and relevant and some of it will be not so current and relevant um, and that's that's basically the plan but I will elucidate a little bit as I as I can <laughs> as I have the ability to say something and uh, yeah so that's that's my plan and I guess um, before I continue, I would like to hear what your plans are for marketing your books and your writing and yourself as an author. And uh, yeah, I'd be curious what to hear what other people's tactics are. Mine is basically this. I, I, I don't feel like I, well, as an unpublished author, as somebody who doesn't have a degree or anything like that, I don't have a body of work or an accreditation to point to. Did you see that? Did you see that bird? Yeah, I saw it. It was very cool. Uh, so I'm going to build a body of work for myself to point to. And I, I plan on you know writing books primarily, but also doing uh, podcasts where I review things, discuss things. Again, these things will be you know pop culture relevant and therefore tangentially relevant to you know what I'm into. So for example, I am I well actually, I'm a, a little bit of a failed podcaster because I have hours and hours and hours of podcasts banked up already that I was trying to be cheap. <laughs> uh, I was trying to be cheap or economical, frugal, however you want to say it. And I basically ended up spending a lot of time and energy building up a, a backlist, building up a backlog of things that some people have listened to. Um, but I've gotten very little attention, you know, in the dozens and I don't need dozens to make a career as an author. I need hundreds or thousands. So I basically all the stuff that I've watched or, uh, yeah, I guess basically watched, uh, read to some extent too, but more watched. I haven't done so many uh, analysis. I haven't done so much analysis on anything I've read except maybe some comic books, but, um, regardless, uh, uh, or maybe I could use those too. Anyway, um, I can basically repurpose a bunch of my old content that w I never really used on a large scale because I didn't put budget or, or um, well, anyway, just if I get on iTunes, if I get on all these different app stores, if I get a fully official uh, podcast uh, service, which I do have now, I'm paying, you know, X amount of dollars a month for it, and I can have as many podcast feeds as I want, well, I figure I can use that to establish um podcast feeds and basically I'll just pull all my old material and I'll release it at a whatever pace I determine uh, will work best for me and I think I'm actually going to recut them because some of them I, I waste a lot of time on so I'll um, I'll you know I will work on them I'll, I'll re-listen to them and I'll hear uh, what I can cut out and I will chop the intro and outro and I'll put a new intro and outro and I think I'll just do that. I think that's clever and I'll just pull it down from wherever I had it placed before. Uh, either pull it down or, I don't know, repurpose, update it. 
Uh, that technicality I'll have to think about some more later, uh, but that's that's not for now. But because I just need the broad plan, and I, once I figure out what I'm going to do, I can figure out the details of executing it. But um, I'd like to make myself a you know subject matter expert on certain things uh, that are germane that are germane to what I'm talking about, <clears throat> and maybe I'll kind of pace myself, and I'll eventually do that plan of re-releasing everything so that I can focus and uh, really concentrate on building up a market and building up a uh a group of people like a building up an email list and such so that i can because i think the email list is the the best thing to do for an author that's what i keep hearing and i was even listening to oh yeah narwhal um i was hemming and hawing a bit about how much i will share about my plan to you know recut and reuse this information but i'm actually Considering the fact that Story Over Everything is a, you know, a chronicle of how I'm doing all this. So, yeah, I'll tell you the nitty-gritty of the marketing and the thinking out loud that I'm going to do regarding, you know, how exactly I'm going to market all this stuff. So, let me let me give you a couple examples. So, right now, I have, uh, you know, I don't know how many Common Writer reviews I have. So, Common Writer is a Japanese television show. Uh, and movie franchise actually in May 31st of 2023 uh, Fathom Events is going to be having a special screening of uh, Shin Kamen Rider which was done by Hideaki Anno of Evangelion fame uh, if you know anime at all Evangelion you would know um, he was part of Studio Gainax which did big things like Fully Cooly and uh, Kari Kano which is a, an adaptation of a, like a romance which is fabulous actually um, but anyway uh, yeah so Anno is like a really big deal he's a maybe an auteur. Uh, he did Shin Ultraman, which came out, I think, last year, 2022. And he did Shin Godzilla, which came out in like 2018, 2019, something like that. And uh, that's a big deal because Godzilla and Ultraman are like kings of tokusatsu. Tokusatsu is a, a, a genre I'm into. Comrade uh, is also big in tokusatsu. And I feel like there was one other, they were doing this initiative. It's the Shin Japan Heroes uh, universe. And it's Godzilla... Ultraman, Kamen Rider, and I feel like there's one more, but Godzilla's, you know, the big monsters, uh, Ultraman's a giant who fights monsters, Kamen Rider's a little guy who fights monsters, but still he fights monsters nonetheless, and that's about all I can say in a, a short fashion. It's Japanese special effects stuff, live action, for the most part. Um, the, the focus of, like, the Ultraman a little bit is the giantness, uh, and the focus kind of more of Kamen Rider is that he transforms into this other... He transforms into a... a a superhero, a superpowered man, basically, and he was uh, gonna be brainwashed to do evil, and he was saved from that, and then he becomes a hero, uh, protecting life above all else, even above justice and above, I can't remember what else, but it's a very interesting thing, uh, but he's basically a karate bug man, themed after, like, a grasshopper, and Anno's doing this movie, and again, he's doing Shin Godzilla, Ultraman, and Kamen Rider, and who knows if he'll do, I don't think there's any rumors or talk of him doing a Shin Super Sentai, which would be Super Sentai's what became Power Rangers, and that was all Power Rangers, you know, Super Sentai, rather, and Kamen Rider were both created by the same man, Ishinomori, who created, who's a, a manga creator, who create, went on to create a character called, uh, <laughs> Poitrine, be, uh, Beautiful Mask Poitrine, who I believe inspired Sailor Moon, which is a huge anime phenomenon that basically made the career of Naoko Takeuchi. I don't know what else she did, but I think Sailor Moon's all she had to have done, you know, her, that, that was her achievement, or, 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 it was her achievement, and I think a lot of that was based off of, uh, Poitrine, which, uh, 
again, was developed by Ishimori, who also did things like Cyborg Zero Zero. Again, if you're into anime or manga at all, you'll know some of these things that I'm mentioning. Kikaider, which is huge uh, in its own way. Um, but anyway, that's just some of what he did. He did other stuff or more more serious, more... Like, he literally did an adult thing, which uh, I don't plan on reading because... I don't really need that. Um, but anyway, uh, he did that. And he did something called Gilgamesh, which I don't think has anything to act to do with the actual Gil, uh, you know, epic of Gilgamesh. But it is something I plan on reading. Uh, but anyway, I, because my interests are varied, I'm into well, I'm into and I want to make comic books and Tokusatsu stories and other things. I figure basically what I'm going to do is take all these things that I've been working on over the years that I haven't taken and really turned into something or I haven't exposed it to a very big audience and I will repackage them slowly as time goes on to help me basically uh, spin up this stuff into marketing material for the things that I'm working on. For example, uh, the Growbug series of books that I have, the children's picture book series that I have that I've talked about here on uh, Story of Everything previously, it focuses on uh, well, basically it's, it's all homage to tokusatsu characters. So uh, I mentioned Godzilla. Ultraman, Kamen Rider, Super Sentai. Uh, each one of the Growbug books, that's the first four, they're inspired by those franchises and things that appear in those franchises. And the fifth Growbug book is actually inspired by Digimon, which is something I'm currently covering uh, on mjmonios.com by making an audiobook or, or reading, narrating uh, chapters of this Digimon book that is going to be coming out all this year long of 2023, or at least uh, it started in April of 2023, and I believe it will continue until... April of 2024. I don't have proof of that, but they did say it would be a year. But, it, you know, a year is relative. The Persona games are supposed to take place over a year, and they take place over, like, nine months. So uh, it could be something kind of similar. Hey, we started in the spring, we finished it in the winter, or, you know, late fall, uh, and that's good enough for us. That's a year. We're going to call it a year. So I don't know about that. But uh, I do know that being that one of the Growbug books is based on Digimon, and there's this Kamen Rider movie coming out, and I want to be I want to cover Kamen Rider uh, in a weekly fashion as well. Uh, and you know, there's this dub of Ultraman that's coming out right now. Uh, there's the the dub of the Ultraman movie, which will come out, I hope, 2023. But they're also dubbing one of their television shows, which I watched the whole thing of it already. I already did reviews on it, and I could just repackage them and just not mention it's the dub, or I could do a fresh new dub. Uh, review and just have two series reviewing the same show, one that I read the subtitles on, one that I listen to the dub on. I, I don't know how I feel about that necessarily, but it actually kind of doesn't sound like a bad idea. Um, but I can basically use all these tokusatsu things that I like and that I'm into to help me market uh, my tokusatsu-inspired children's books, which I am in the process of uh, finishing the... well... <laughs> I'm in the process of finishing. I feel like I'm going to have to do some rewrites because uh, what I was going to do, which I've mentioned before again on Story of Everything, is rewrite or reuse the Growbug books, the five Growbug books, and just basically paste them into uh, the body of a prose novel. And because I wrote them very much like prose, some less so than other, but basically they're prose with pictures. And when you have the pictures, it'll elevate what you're seeing or what you're reading. And it, you know, it all works together. That's how I decided to write them. I decided not to rely heavily on the imagery and have the imagery there to be dazzling while you read my words. Um, a la uh, books done by Ruth Sanderson, who does these 
wonderful uh, oil paintings. They're absolutely gorgeous, uh, and does children or retellings of uh, children's books or children's stories like Cinderella and oh, I can't think of anything else at the moment. But she, Cin the Cinderella is gorgeous. It's it's absolutely a beautiful book, uh, and there's tons of text in those. The 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 page count or the word count on those must be much higher than modern day picture books. And even though these are going to be picture books, I still want them to be you know verbose enough. Some of them are, one, one is around 940, and I've got one that clocks into like 2500. And I'm okay with that because I think it works for the story, and I'm an indie author, indie publisher, so I feel comfortable, you know, pushing myself, pushing the limits, and going ahead and doing that. But anyway, regardless, um, my plan was to upcycle those five books and just copy and paste them into a prose novel that goes into the lore and deals with the world of the grow bugs, and I tried doing that um i'm basically to the part now where i could just copy and paste each of the five books and then continue the rest of my story but in developing the story of these grow bugs which are these you know magical guardian angel things that protect children from you know terrible things in the night uh they the, the story has transformed itself and it's come alive and it's becoming something bigger than i thought it was going to be and i like that uh it gives me pause a little bit because i don't know how far into 2023 I'll be done with writing that book, but I don't plan on spending... I, I hope I make it... I hope I'm finished by July. It's April right now, uh, but it'd be, it'd be lovely to be finished within a month or two. I guess that's... Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I guess June is the sixth month. It'd be great to be done within two months, 100% um, done, because as I'm developing the prose novel and the lore of the grow bugs that it contains, it's kind of expanding the grow bug the five grow bug books potentially and i may even have to rewrite the five grow bug books to tell them from the perspective of the grow bugs and i'm gonna have to try to restrain myself to do go ahead and do that rewrite and do it simply and make it like uh i don't know slick and concise as opposed to blowing it up into something really big which one of them i'm so tempted to blow it up into something big because i wrote this whole backstory and synopsis for how this adventure was facilitated happening with this one kid and it like ties into my uh my holy heroes books that i want to do too and uh honestly there's even a little bit of a little bit of uh tying into the holy heroes books in this larger prose novel that i'm writing because uh i thought oh i can i want to have a character like this and like this so that they're a pair of perspective characters and they ended up feeling a little bit like or reminding me of uh, these other characters who I have in the larger uh, Holy Heroes book series and it made me think, oh, I should include these characters uh, or I should make it potential so that these characters can go on to, you know, be involved in these later stories and I may, I very well may do that and uh, if I do, that will be interesting but anyway, I'm trying not to let myself get distracted and I'm trying to focus on just writing this stuff but my overall point is, and why I'm talking about this here in the marketing thing is, I'm talking about these tokusatsu things, and there are plenty of people uh, who are close to me demographic, close enough to me demographically, who uh, enjoy this stuff, and who I think as adults would enjoy reading these books. As you know, I like them as an adult. My wife isn't into tokusatsu at all, but she thinks they're good stories. Uh, so I'm hoping to, you know, work on that group of people, that cohort, and make them a market. And some of these people, I don't know how many, but some of them who enjoy these things are having kids and sharing these things with their kids, and I'm hoping to market these books to their kids. And I figure while I'm talking about these these shows, I can include the information about the Growbug series inspired by these tokusatsu heroes and just make a pitch for it and maybe build up some traction and, you know, uh, 
build up traction for those, get a crowdfunding thing going to uh, fund these books, and I'm hoping that'll work. So, and I'm hoping I can also pull those people into my my list, especially if I take what I currently have right now that uh, is on the website and I kind of decommission it, pull it down from there, and then republish that stuff, re-release it, and maybe I can go and track down my other feeds and somehow terminate them uh, so that I just have everything going through this one new feed that I'm controlling in this better way and I can gear the releases towards doing the marketing for that. Another thing to say is uh, I am launching right now, I just started uh, this Red Panda podcast and uh, I'm going to cover all 120 episodes of Red Panda within within the space of two years, two years, 54 uh, a year, no, no, no. A little longer than two years, 120, yeah. So if I did 54 times two, that's 108, uh, which that's not enough time. So over the course of two years plus, I'll cover all of Red Panda, including the four, I think it was four, uh, pulp novels that Greg Taylor wrote. Uh, And I want to write pulp-era superheroes as well. So the plan is going to be basically to have a long-term relationship with people who are into pulp heroes who are into things like red panda and to kind of you know create a a market create a community create a group of people who i'm in contact with who enjoy that stuff and then be able to say hey you've enjoyed this so far and now i have this thing going and i don't know how soon to start that uh i don't know exactly well, anyway, I don't know how soon to start that or how exactly to spin it because I don't yet have uh, a base. Uh, I, I don't have enough written in those superhero stories. I'm just working on. I'm still working on developing those and fleshing out the pulp era because. Uh, well, anyway, I, I'll just stop that. I'll, the pulp era of my superhero series is multiple series. Uh, I have partially planned out, about a third of it planned out, and I want to plan out the rest of it, and that would tie in very nicely to talking about Red Panda, and I don't think, well, maybe maybe I'll start with Red Panda, and I'll go from there and start talking about Shadow or other things, and um, yeah, certain advancements might help me with that, or maybe I need to find another uh, radio pulp hero, something in the vein of Red Panda that I can you know, focus on and talk about and have common ground with people. If, hey, if you like this thing that I like, then check out this, which I've talked about the concept before, but uh, only now that I officially have the podcast thing going that I'm paying for, you know, the paid podcast service, do I really have the opportunity and did it really give me the, uh, I don't know, the, the space in my mind or the uh, the notion, the, the spark to think, oh, I can actually, you know, upcycle all of these old podcasts into into marketing material for this, um, you know, for these projects I have for writing. Um, one caveat, one bit of trouble is that I'm nearing, I, I don't know, I'd say I'm about 30% done with the Growbug Tales novel, which will, you know, encapsulate, it'll be a whole prose thing for the Growbug stuff. Um, I'm like about 30% through with that, but uh, I, I have a fantasy series idea that I wrote a little bit of. It's, uh, it's It has to do with dragons, and I wrote one of those. I have a manuscript for the first children's book of that, and I think it's lovely. And uh, I had planned years ago, because I wrote it about, I don't know, two, maybe three years ago at the most, I, I think. Um, I had a notion of how to expand it into a series, because I wanted to explore more of this dragon lore and mythology and everything. And uh, as I'm working on this Growbug Tales, I think, oh, I should do the same thing with the dragon book. I should write 
the other manuscripts for the children's books and and then spin up a prose novel uh you know a short prose novel around that too and then i can have both of these things and i can have you know one book is one series is five books long the other book is about four series uh the other series is about four books long and then i'll have nine children's books to my names to my name plus the other two uh you know collected books that uh you know kind of uh, you know upcycle those children's books and and are prose only so there's no pictures and i can really use that too and then i'll have boom a big body of work nine uh children's books uh two you know chapter books or or uh i think chapter book is the right term for it chapter book or young um middle grade i think is what it would be uh books and then hey i'm an established author i have this track record you can see the quality of my work these are the kinds of things i write it's children's but it's more than children's and now I'm going to move now that I have those and I have those out in the world and those are all out in the world within, you know, 2023 and 2024, God willing, then I'm going to kind of move on from those, bring them up every now and then as things I've done, uh, you know, put them up on sale or, you know, do whatever, you know, actively, well, kind of, you know, softly market those as I'm continuing to write my other stuff. And I can also say, Hey, I'm the author of nine children's picture books, uh, about, you know, half five of them are about this four of them are about this and they each have a really cool you know short novel that goes with them and uh you know your kiddos will like it you'll enjoy it and you know boom that'll be kind of a thing that i have or i can have those as a landing page on my website and have the podcast and the podcast uh, i always you know say go to mgmunos.com um you know that's a strategy for sure and then i can move on from those kind of maintain uh, some marketing presence on those and keep them, you know, as something advertised on the website that the podcast sends you to. So as I'm reaching like-minded people, people who like the things I like and like the way I think about things and analyze things, they'll check out the website and say, Hey, I want to see what else this guy has. And they'll see those things there. And then I can move on to the bigger series. That's, you know, two years from now in 2024. Um, hopefully I'll have a handful of the pulp novels done with these superheroes and I can start marketing those on the feed that contains red Panda. I think that would be fabulous or, you know, Red Panda Report, my, my reviews on it. So, uh, yeah, I think this is the strategy I want to use. And it feels a little convoluted and a little crazy, but, like, I want to be entertained by these stories anyway. They're things I'm consuming anyway. So I may as well take that consumption of the stories and turn it into uh, content for people and marketing for myself. And that's it. I offer you all this entertainment and insight into these things for free. And then I also make you know, or I, I let it be, I make it known to you that if you like these things that I like, that, uh, we can have some sort of exchange, some sort of partnership and work together and you can buy the books and I can sell them to you and we can, you know, both be a little happier, uh, when it's all said and done. So, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up for now. Uh, I've got a lot of thoughts spinning, um, but I need to stop and, and redirect myself. So, uh, with that, this is MJ signing off and I, hope that you come back for more. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.